we've got more podcast pitches. Welcome back to the Undergrad Podcast Lab. This is Dr. Gideon Burton. I'm joined with Gabriel Bradford and Madeline Taylor, and they are each going to pitch a podcast and then maybe a half one after that. My podcast is called 36, the ACT Prep Podcast. It's a section-by-section breakdown of all the strategies and content you need to know to improve your score on the ACT. Uh, And my podcast is called Six Degrees. It's a storytelling podcast where you're technically related to everyone on air. So, Okay, that's just the tagline. Now we're going to dig in and find out more about that. Um, Can you expand on your, your pitch for us, Gabriel? Yeah, so I've worked as an ACT tutor for about three years. And I think with the rise of podcasting and the accessibility it gives, that you could actually do a fair amount of tutoring to a widespread audience with just a podcast. Because a lot of what I do and say as a tutor repeats. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously variation depending on the student, but there, there are specific strategies and content you need to know for the ACT in particular that I think applies to a widespread audience so anyone can benefit from listening. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see that someone is wanting to take on an instructional podcast because I think there's a big... Uh possible market for that big listenership especially in the content area that you're talking about Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm sure madeline will have a comment too on your podcast um but i am thinking about how um just from a teacher's point of view that oftentimes i am referring students to a a specific principle and i've taught it a million times and so lately i've been doing what they call the uh what they call that the um where you record your lectures and have Just like video lectures. Well, I've done both, but um, I'm starting to record lectures so that students, you know, it's like I can prescribe them a specific episode. Mm. You're like, okay, you're having trouble with getting iambic pentameter right in yeah. our unit on sonnets. And I've taught this so many times Just go listen to this particular. Uh-huh. So I, I think unlike other podcasts, um, instructional ones might have a, uh, a different and very practical use to them. Are you imagining that each segment would be um, a specific principle that, that you would otherwise have to review with people or what? Yeah, so I've, I'm imagining maybe two or three episodes per section. There's four sections on the ACT. And I've noticed, for example, on the science section, I basically always start with the exact same um, lesson to each student because there's certain strategies that you just kind of need to know to do well, and it doesn't really change depending who you are. So it'd be it'd be focused on each section, and maybe each episode would be either like a specific strategy that they can apply, or maybe some specific like commonly asked questions, things like that. Good, Madeline, do you have questions? Uh, yeah. So when I was preparing for the ACT, I just did a button of practice tests, and that's all I ever did. Um, and so. I'm curious about how maybe something like practice questions would be incorporated in an audit or auditory format. And like, if you're just hearing what's going on, Mm -hmm. how do you replicate the, the experience of taking a physical test? Okay. That's a good question. Um, So the students will have to practice regardless. Mm -hmm. The podcast isn't intended to replace that, but I was thinking, with this podcast, I'd probably need like some show notes, a blog with links, because most of what I teach with can be found online for free. 
And so each episode might start, hey, go on the show notes, look at this link. We're going to be looking at questions from this test, something along those lines. So they do have something to follow along with as I'm going through maybe questions or strategies. They can actually see on their own end the same thing I'm looking at. And it would be like for reading along with the podcast? Not just reading along, but like if I'm trying to demonstrate a question on science, I could have them look at the actual science uh-huh. passage and question that I'm talking about so they can they can see what I'm seeing and I can point out what I'm doing on my end. And this, this actually works really well. I've tutored on Skype a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as you both have the same thing on your computer, you can follow along pretty well and learn pretty well. Oh, that's really interesting. So a podcast genre in which you're really counting on people having some other material at hand, but you're just kind of walking them through it through the audio form. Yeah. Oh, that could be really interesting. It would all be free, accessible online. There's plenty out there. Well, yeah, I guess that answers one of my questions. It seems like that's quite a market to market to people who are um, preparing for the ACT. Um, <clears throat> we don't really think too much about monetizing podcasts in this academic setting, but it is something you could think about, or that this is freemium content, and, and uh, you know, market yourself as a consultant or something. You give away your podcast for free, but mm-hmm. I don't know, just an idea. Yeah, I've thought about that. Okay, that's great. Well, let's hear more about your, what's it called again? It's called Six Degrees. Um, so the basic idea is to have a storytelling podcast that's a lot like Strangers or The Moth, except that each guest on the podcast is a character who featured in the story of the person before. So every story that is told has to have at least uh, at least one other person in it, preferably more. Um, and then they they tell the story and then the next guest also tells a story um but we reach the next guest based on the person who came and told the story before so it's based off the idea that everyone is related to each other by six degrees um and so part of it is just seeing how far we can get uh one of the challenges that i'm thinking about is if um we end up having a lot of storytellers who are do not have english as their primary language how would that like translation happen and especially because everyone is related to another person if we did have one person who is not a primary english speaker there's a high likelihood that the next uh multiple people are also going to be primary language speaker of uh the person that we're connected to so that's something i'm thinking about but i thought it was an interesting concept because instead of complete strangers everyone is technically related to pilot guest oh that's an interesting concept i wouldn't i mean storytelling is certainly very popular in the podcasting world but i haven't heard of this approach what do you think about it gabriel i think it sounds like a very cool idea um i had one question is this so the storytellers do they get to pick any story they want are you going to be guiding this as like a writer behind the scenes kind of thing the idea is that they pick whatever story they want and it would be a story that happened in their in their life it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be like they told a fictional story because then we couldn't get fictional characters um but uh i i've been toying with the idea of having like a seasonal prompt or something like your your story has to include an elephant in any Mm -hmm. way shape or form it could be a physical elephant it could be at a white elephant party it could be an elephant in a room or, (laughs) or something but having some kind of prompt for the story, uh, storytellers to go on. 
think um, Gabriel's question might also be a matter of genre. You know, if you're inviting people to tell stories, is this just a section of my memoir or journal? Is it a creative nonfiction personal essay? Is it a, a, a travel writing? You know, I, I think, and that partly goes to then who you're going to enlist to tell these stories. Are you appealing to creative writers, to people who've already published, to people who don't consider themselves to be writers, but they have a story to tell? Is it a kind of folklore angle? Um, who are you going to draw from and what genre are you asking them to talk in? So it, it wouldn't be people who consider themselves writers necessarily. And because a big focus of it is like the relationships between people, I imagine that um, especially because each story has to involve another person, a lot of the stories are going to be focusing on the different relationships that we have with different people. So we may have like uh, a daughter and then a mother, but it also be might be a mother and her pen pal or something, or uh, like it, everyone is connected in very different ways. So I imagine that the genre would be mostly focusing on stories of, of that kind of human connection. All right. Um, do you do you have any other questions or comments about that one? I guess one last question. Is this going to be just a logistical question? So someone comes up and tells their story. At what point do you identify the person in their story and then reach out to them to then tell their story? Like, does that make sense? So like, if I go and tell a story about my mom, mm -hmm. at what point are you going to reach out to my mom? And then when she tells a story about her barber, uh -huh. When do you reach out to the barber? Is it like after they've told their story on the podcast? Or are you going to listen to all these stories beforehand and like set up the network before? Oh, that's interesting. I was thinking work? of it after after they were done on the podcast. Okay. Um, after they've already told their story, because otherwise that would be a lot too. Well, I think he's raising a, a, an a important pragmatic question, question on this, and that is... Um, people are going to be talking about other people in their lives knowing that you're going to tap one of those to tell a story and mm -hmm. how that might affect the way they tell a story you know either good or for bad and then there's the practical question of how do you do that if someone tells a compelling story that relates to their i don't know father-in-law and their father-in-law is halfway around the world are you going to set up skype to do this um it seems like because of the very nature of the connectedness that you're talking about, it could go anywhere very quickly. Wait, wait, wait. And I, sorry, yes, yes. Um, and I imagine that fairly quickly it would end up being a lot of phone interviews, which I, I am learning how to record and process for podcasts. Okay. Well, those are two good pitches, and hopefully we'll get some responses on those to help shape the way you're thinking on that. Gabriel, did you want to throw out just one another idea that you had? Yeah, I'll just throw this one out there for consideration. Um, doesn't have a title or a tagline yet, but the idea behind it is <coughs> there's a lot of scientific ideas and concepts and laws that a lot of us have heard about, but maybe don't understand well, and especially don't understand like how they work in our normal lives. So the idea is find something like relativity or quantum physics and explain what it's doing in our day-to-day, -day, um, like how it works in computers or in airplanes or whatever, and 
Also explore maybe the history behind how these ideas were found, the discovery of them, and also maybe some of the philosophical implications of relativity, for example, like telling the whole world that nothing's as stable as it seemed. Um, so it's kind of an exploration of history, philosophy, and the science that is in our day-to-day -day life, but we might not notice all this. Well, it has some real potential. Have you looked at other science or history podcasts or any of these sort of explain more heady philosophical things to lay people? I've looked into it. I've found historical scientific podcasts. There's a decent number of those. I haven't found as much anything diving into the philosophy of science. There might be stuff out there um, that I haven't been able to find. Or I haven't found anything that goes into like, how is quantum physics in your life today either? Okay. Well, um, hopefully our listeners will provide some feedback on that. I think the very fact that there's a lot of podcasts in the science and history areas, um, it, it gives you many models that you can look at, but also says there's a lot of energy in that space, a lot of mm -hmm. need for that. So, all right. Well, those are a couple more two and a half pitches. We hope that you'll respond to those. Thank you very much.